0: This NFL Week 14 Player Props Edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Claim your risk-free bet up to $500 over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Rivers. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Rivers. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the GameTime app today and use promo code CFBX for $20 off for your first purchase. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Propcast part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, December the 8th, currently 250 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NFL Week 14 player props and joining me as usual to help me break it all down. I got my guy here with me from the NBA Propcast as well. It's crispy capping and no, Chris and Rod do not have any beef going on before you guys ask. We've just been having some um, scheduling issues. It's always tough when we do have three guys that are in different time zones. But hey, Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing?
1: not much man the only the only beef me and rod got is uh it's not our beef it's our, our time conflicting beef that, that's all <laughs> that's all man but uh excited to be here as always you know for, uh you know we got a a full slate of uh NFL week what week are we in week we in week 14? 14 14 fifteen I don't know where the hell we are we're, we're 14 we're 14 uh, yeah. Thursday night football kicked it off last night um you know so yeah excited to um to be here and to, and to get this uh, get this going, man. I think we got some uh, some pretty good matchups, some favorable matchups, and hopefully we both, you know, can attack the card and, and produce some winners here.
0: Yeah, last night we could quickly touch on that before we get into our uh, player props here. Um, you know, Chris, I think this is a, I wanted to ask you about. Um, you know, you know, sometimes you see some of these trends that are put out by. You know, various, you know, gambling companies or even by sports books, right? And, and the overwhelming theme this season has been about prime time unders, right? Whether it's Thursday night football, Monday night football, Sunday night football. And anytime I see those trends popping up, especially by sports books that are putting up those trends, I tend to want to go the other way. So last night, the entire conversation this week of the Thursday night football game was we were gonna see a lack of points. Uh, we're not going to see a lot of offensive, um, production from these teams. And, you know, I guess I went a little DJ last night, Chris, and I took the over 30 and fortunately for me that got there in the first half where a majority of the bets were all on the under and I get it right because the Patriots number one have over the last, you know, several weeks offensively have not been doing anything defensively they only gave up 26 combined points over the last three weeks and we know the story with the Steelers with the whole bad Canada situation and yeah they got yards they put up in that first game without mad Canada but it really did hasn't translated to any points but when you see those type of trends and and things that have been put out on you know the Twitter verse does that cause a red flag for you or do you just completely just stay away
1: uh i mean it it causes uh, you know somewhat of a red flag just because i I don't really like to go against the really really strong trends right like it, it has to be something that kind of offsets of course we use those historical trends as uh you know as um as key you know data points and in, in factoring if you know if how much we 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 like a specific spot but it, it's not an end all be all right it's not like oh this trend is seventy yeah. percent over the last fifteen years so automatically take it you know blindly without you know touching it. I don't mm-hmm. think that that, you know, that at all, um, weather conditions come into play. Like, it's a lot more, you know, yeah. handicapping that you have to do. Uh, well, at least I have to do before I feel like I want to, you know, get invested, run sure. to the window either way. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that one was interesting, though, man, I think, you know, you like you said, it got over uh, in the first half. I think 30 points were scored in the first half. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you you see see eight points scored the rest of the game. I know we talk about it in basketball all the time. When, you know, one of those, the game starts out slow, it's probably going to pick up. And, you know, if it starts out fast, it's probably going to slow down. Um, So, you know, it's a a lot of correlation there. So hopefully the people who did bet the under, uh, you know, jump back in after halftime and and wait to get some of that profit back because, yeah, that's a tough one. I think it was, what, the first, the, the lowest total we've seen in the last, what was it like?
0: Fifteen years or something like that. You know, if I think it was. I, I'm pretty sure, Chris. I mean, it, it's historically low, and I know there's a lot of weather, like you mentioned, uh, this uh, at these for uh, the Sunday games, uh, at least on the East Coast. So uh, definitely, when you are betting some of these props, uh, whether it's you know uh, quarterback props to go over on their passing yards, definitely keep that in mind uh, when you are betting on those because weather, at least for you know far as rain and wind gusts, ha- are are. Um, are going to be up there uh for the, some of these east coast games. So definitely took that into consideration uh for my player props this week. But yeah, I had a pretty good uh Thursday night football. Gave out Zeke um as my best bet to get over his uh rush attempts and rush yards. Both of those got home. Also gave him anytime touchdown. That one got there as well. So look like Zeke turned back the clock at least uh, you know, I think it was at 130 plus rushing and receiving yards uh, on the Thursday night football game against the Steelers. And uh, they needed him, right? Because obviously with energy to Ramondre Stevenson, um, he's pretty much the feature running back right now for the New England Patriots. All right, Chris, enough about Thursday night football. Let's get excited about uh, the Sunday games. Some great matchups. So I'm sure hopefully we can find some more winners here for our listeners with our player props for NFL week 14. Uh, Chris, lead us off, my man. What do we got?
1: So let's jump right into him. You know, if we're going quarterback. I am looking at Mr. Justin Fields in this spot. I, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure if you, I see you smiling already. You know, I'm not sure <laughs> if you looked at the, if you looked at the rushing yards or the rushing attempts, but I actually like the attempts just a tad bit more. I mean, if I think he gets yeah. there on both, I know I saw the number, you know, it's a tad bit inflated, but I think it's inflated for a reason. It's, this rushing attempt number is 10 and a half. So definitely shop around. Uh, I saw, I saw it, I actually saw it a couple places at Plus Money right now. And that probably will, you know, um, be, be a little more juice towards the, you know, towards uh, game time on Sunday. But, you know, just looking at Justin Fields, man, this dude has absolutely been rushed, running all over the field. Like, he's been ru- just running the ball a lot more lately. 11-plus plus, eleven plus rush attempts uh, in back-to-back weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, three of his last four and four of his last six as well, including that 18-carry game that he had against the Lions two weeks ago, which really stood out because that's his opponent this this week. Same yep. exact team. Um, I think that you know Detroit will try to do a better job of like containing them, but when you think about Detroit's defense, they do such a good job of you know um, uh, limiting teams from from running the ball, and that's typically a, a place I like to target is going you know under on the opponent's rushing uh, yards. That I think in this spot specifically, it's just going to lead Justin Fields you know just being able to drop back a lot more. So expect Chicago to kind of you know game script for me in this one is Chicago to. You know, struggle to run the ball and then just kind of unleash Justin Fields. It was one of the things that helped him, you know, go into Detroit and pull out a win in that spot. You know, so I like yeah. him in this spot. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't expect Chicago to establish the run at all based on uh, Detroit's strong rush defense. And um, yeah, Justin Fields been, like I said, he's been rushing that thing, man. He has uh, 12 attempts last week against Minnesota, 18 two weeks ago against Detroit. Uh, 11 against Washington and um, 11 against Kansas City and all of those have come in the last six weeks so give me Justin Fields over his 10.5 uh, rush attempts here, me on off at, uh, at Plus Money.
0: Yeah I love it um, you know they, they matched up uh, about what two weeks ago uh, in Detroit um, and Chicago should have won that game man there's no question about it they out uh, gained them in yardage uh, three straight starts now um, sorry three straight games I should say Justin Fields against the Lions where he's had 100 plus rushing yards uh, against that team. 13 for 147, 10 for 132, 18 for 104, like you mentioned in the game earlier. And I think this is going to be a game where, again, in Chicago, where I just try to pull up some of the weather notes here. So it says it's not going to be as windy as projected earlier this week, but the rain is, uh, there's no rain as well. The wind gust is only 19 miles per hour, but the the temperature is going to feel like it's below uh, freezing. So Jared Goff Outdoors, we know that's not very good either, but I think that Justin Fields continued his rushing um, dominance, I should say, against the uh, Detroit Lions in particular. Uh, I was nodding my head for a reason. just because I took the Justin Fields' over 61.5 rush yards. It just goes right into what you mentioned as well, right? The rush attempt should be there for him in this game as well. Three straight games against the Lions in his career where he's got um, triple digits as far as rushing the football. And again, when, when it just comes down to it that Justin Fields... You know, he will utilize his legs uh, when he needs to. Uh, So, again, I took Justin Fields uh, over on his rushing yards as well. So, a little correlation uh, between my uh, prop and uh, Chris's first player prop. Like I mentioned last week as well, 12 attempts, 59 yards. Fell a little bit short against the Vikings, but it's just something about this Lions team that he just has plenty of success um, going up against him as far as rushing the football. All right, Chris, before we continue rolling here, my man, let's uh, tell everyone where they can get down on these player props. And that's a going to be over at bet rivers we're also brought to you by Brett rivers bet rivers is available in over 14 states plus ontario canada bet rivers has some of the best live betting markets in the space and their betting menu is second to none including a ton of props depositing and withdrawing is super easy on bet rivers look my bet rivers play of the day i like the bears plus the points here plus three and a half Uh, i think they get the job done on their home field against the lions where like i mentioned earlier uh, two weeks ago that they did uh, outplay them and they just came from behind to the lines and win that game. But I do like them to get some revenge here in Chicago on Sunday. If you sign up uh, using our link to get a risk-free bet, you can get that with up to $500. Just make sure to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash rivers. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash rivers. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're also brought to you by Price Picks. So if Price Picks, Is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times money this football season and in the basketball season as well. And you can you just select two or more players and pick more or less more or less on their projected stats and just place your entry with the basketball season officially here with the NBA well underway and as far as college basketball as well can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the special league, a league that's been created specifically for combo projection that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, if you want to get down on LeBron's uh, three-point shots made on the Saturday night game in that in-season tournament final, and then if you want to get down on Travis Kelsey's receptions at a combo of 10.5 this Sunday against the uh, Buffalo Bills, You can do that over as prize picks. And if you also wanna play along some of the prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can do that. You can find the community place under the promos tab on the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the price fix community. Every single week, price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entry stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured. So for example, in a football game or in a basketball game, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price fix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance policy. So all you got to do is pick uh players uh stat types and highlight your winnings uh in that Price Picks entry. It's fun, it's simple, a gaming experience and you can have a lot of fun doing it. But all you got to do is go to pricepicks.com and use that promo code sgpn when you sign up and for the first deposit match, they will match it 100% up to $100. Again, that's slash sgpn Make sure you use that promo code sgpn. Price Picks Daily Fantasy Sports made Easy. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh, take us over to player prop number two. What do you got? So we, I think this
1: first time all season, you know, we're going double quarterback props here. We're going to the, we're going to the primetime game, and I'm looking at Dak. Not a guy that I typically bet on, but Dak has been balling here, you know, over 294 and a half passing yards. This number is on the move, so definitely shop around. Make sure you're getting the best, not the best, you know, passing yards. Make sure you're getting the best price with that, with those passing yards as well. Because I've seen this. All the way up to a little bit over three hundred, um, which is about seven yard difference. So definitely check in. You know, make sure you're doing doing your due diligence there. But looking at this Philly defense first and foremost, you know they they really really struggled. They're giving up two hundred and sixty yards through the air on the season, which actually is the third most. And we I know at the beginning of the season I was targeting uh, similar to the Detroit defense. I was targeting running backs to go under on their rushing prop against this Philly defense because that's where they are pretty stout in their front seven. But you know, just looking at Looking at them, spe- like you know, more recently, like I said, uh, the uh, Philly's defense has given up 260 yards through the air over the season, which is the third most. And four of their last five opponents have actually gone over that, uh, gone over that number as well. Um, you look back at last week, most recently, it was uh, it was Purdy, 314 yards. Uh, you look back two weeks ago, and that happened to be Josh Allen for 339 yards. And then, of course, we remember the game against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was also 339 yards. So, to me, the common trend here, and, I mean, you keep going. Like, they've already played Dak and and gave up 374 yards in that spot. Um, Commanders, 397 yards. So, you know, the the common trend here is that Philly is doing a good job of stopping the run. We know that they, uh, you know, will probably be motivated the way that last week ended with with San Francisco – Kind of you know shellacking them, but I, I still think that Dak has a has a pretty good game here, and that's just the Philly. That's just the Philly side. Dak is actually over. He's catching fire right now too. Over in four of his last five games as well. He's been throwing the ball all over the place, uh, dating back to last season. He surpassed the three hundred, uh, three hundred yard passing mark in back to back games against the same defense as well. So to me, it feels like you know Philly um, kind of feels like they've. They've uh, I'm sorry, Dallas kind of feels like they felt their offensive stride, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see if Philly is able to slow them down in the spot. I think their secondary is a little beat up right now, and they're, they're really struggling. And, you know, you just look at the wide receivers that are, you know, that Dak Prescott has at his disposals with, disposal with Brandon Cooks being there. And I know what CeeDee Lamb has been doing. Um, I like Dak in this spot. You know, if I think they passed pass the ball and I think, you know, Philly continues to slow down the run. So give me Dak over his 294 and a half yards here as well.
0: Chris, how bad does it look that Mac Jones, I think this was the first week of the season, threw for 316 yards against the Eagles. I think that kind of speaks volumes uh, at this juncture of the season. But I mean, you mentioned, right, they've had allowed six different quarterbacks, including Dak Prescott, to throw for 300 or more yards, right? You named it Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Dak, and Sam Howell, like you mentioned as well. But also what I um, noticed is that these quarterbacks are also getting over uh, they're passing touchdowns uh, as well. I'll be curious to see what that number is for um, Dak. If it's at two and a half at plus money, uh, which I'm pretty sure it is, yeah, it's at plus 130. I like that call as well. But I love the yardage part that you gave out. Um, Dak Prescott, over the last four head-to-head meetings uh, against the Eagles, has thrown for at least three touchdowns. He had three touchdowns earlier this uh, season uh, in that game back on November 5th. Prior to that, three touchdowns, five passing touchdowns, and three passing touchdowns against the uh, Eagles as well. So uh, if you have Dak Prescott on your fantasy teams, this is a great week to start him. I don't think I need to say that, but uh, he's just been dominant, whether it's been passing the uh, football for yardage like Chris mentioned, then also uh, getting the passing touchdowns as well uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles. So I do love that, Chris. Great call there. Um, All right, for my next player prop, I'm going to go over to that game between, I don't know why I have so many uh, props in this game, Uh, but uh, between the Falcons and the Buccaneers this week, an NFC South matchup, uh, and a big one for both of these teams, you know, for the division um, lead there. Um, I'm looking at Drake London in this game here, Chris, over 46 and a half uh, receiving yards, and. I've been on the train of taking opposing wide receivers against the Buccaneers because thus far this season, they were leading the league in a a yards allowed to the wide receiver position. They have dipped down to the third most because the Eagles have creeped up for everything that we just talked about with the Eagles' secondary. But I like the spot here for um, Drake London. So that number right now is at 46 and a half for Drake London on his receiving yards. Um, so London has played in three career games against the Buccaneers. He's gone over this projection in two of those three games, including the, earlier this season where he did have 54 receiving yards in that game. i also go back to last season. He did have a game where he had 120 plus uh, receiving yards uh, against this uh, Buccaneers defense. <clears throat> and I know that maybe the targets aren't having really exactly been there when you talk about wide receivers, especially with Desmond Britter at that quarterback position, but Last week in uh in the Meadowlands uh, against the Jets, he only had, he had five targets, but only had one reception for 8 yards. But now being back at home, being in a dome where you know weather's not a concern, this season alone at home, um I think he uh let me uh find this number here for Drake London. So he's averaging 72 in uh 72.2 receiving yards at home uh, this season. He's gone over this projection in all four games this season that he has played in uh, at home uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. He had 67 against the Packers, 78 against the Texans. Um, he had 125 against the Commanders and then 91 against the Saints. Uh, I believe that was just last week. So they're at home again. I do expect a big game from Drake London uh, in this game uh, against the Buccaneers. So give me Drake London over 46 half receiving yards here, Chris.
1: Yeah, I mean, You know the only the the only slight bit of hesitation that I could give you in this one because I think Drake London is in a pretty a pretty advantageous matchup here is his quarterback. You know, I'm yeah. not not a big yeah. Desmond Ritter guy, but uh, Desmond Ritter has been actually. Uh, you know, he's not going to get not going to blow anybody away and throw for three hundred yards. He's only done it but well, one time I think this season, right? Yeah. But when you look at Drake London over the last few weeks, and this is why. I would back you on this one, you know, if is, is, is the, just the, the, the target shares, right? Like he's, he's getting the targets, seven, five targets uh, in his last matchup against the Jets The you know, just last week and seven targets, you know, seven more targets, seven more targets, 12 targets, nine, seven. So, you know, he's catching the ball. And I think, you know, they, to me, it feels like, um, you know, just the, 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 the Atlanta Falcons in general are trying to do a better job of, not handicapping, like like not not handcuffing. I'm sorry, not handcuffing uh, Desmond Ritter and allowing him to play through and make you know make good choices with the football versus just running the ball, handing it off to to Bijan out the backfield every single uh, time. So I'll, I I could get behind you on this one. You know, I couldn't talk you off.
0: Yeah, I think I'd like the number, especially it was below 50 yards here at 46 and a half. Again, definitely shop around for the best number. But I think this especially being at home or whether it's not a factor here. And again, like he has done it at home. You're right. I do have the concern about Desmond. Reardon. I did have a little bit of hesitation, but I think in this game, uh, just going up against the Buccaneers, um, I think there's a good spot uh, for uh, for Drake London. And last week I gave out Jonathan Mingo. Oh, sorry, Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan Mingo. Yeah. Um, for him to go over his receiving yards that was only at what i think 25 and a half and he ended up with 68 or 69 for the carolina panthers against the buccaneers so i think that's a good buy low opportunity here for drake london all right chris before we get over to our uh next player props here uh, let me tell everyone hey you want to get down to some of these games here Well, let game time help you out with that game time is that app that takes the stress away from having to buy uh, tickets, not only to sporting events, but anything that's going on in your area, whether it's ball games, whether it's a comedy show, whether it's a music concert, whether it's theater, whatever the case might be, they take that stress away, and it shouldn't have to be a stressful experience because you can get excited about those events that you're going to attend uh, with Game Time. So Game Time has killer last-minute deals, on last minute tickets. And their best price is also guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets, like I mentioned, and start getting hype for the fun you're going to have. Some of the great things about their apps I love is that they have flash deals and last minute tickets. And it's easy to find and buy those tickets for every kind of event in your area, like I mentioned. The great part about them is that anytime you go in to buy those tickets, you can actually get an image of your seat view before you actually get to that venue because you you don't want any surprises. When you actually get to the uh, venue, the Game Time Guarantee also means that you're going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, well, guess what? Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their prices. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set to go. The tickets are sent to- directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX. For $20 off for your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Ross, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL and NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, soccer, Bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any players for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. To craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. What do you got for your next player prop?
1: So we are going to the Cincinnati Bengals, who will be home at home this week, taking on the, the visit of Indianapolis Colts. And I'm looking at the running back matchup in this spot. Um, you know, if I like, I like uh, Joe Mixon, I like Joe Mixon a lot in this spot. See his rushing yards at 61 and a half. Uh, not a lot of juice on the number, and it's for a couple of different reasons. First and foremost, you know, I just think that you know, looking at Zach Taylor and the, the rest of the offensive coordinators and his coaching staff, I think that you know, they they they've started to figure it out. Like, you can't just put the ball in in uh, you know Jake Brown's hand and and think that you know. And that's going to be the, the only way that you're going to succeed. So you have to be able to have, you know, a balanced attack, I think, in my estimation. You look at this close defense, they've been bad, specifically against the rush. Uh, they've given up 177 yards last week against that Tennessee Titans offense, um, 111 against the Buccaneers in Week 12, 142 going back a week before against the New England Patriots. And, you know, just to kind of put some numbers to, uh, you know, some of those running backs that they faced, Derrick Henry had 21 carries for 102 yards. Uh, Rashad White, a guy that I typically like the bet as unders, and I know you like the bet is over overall receiving props. Yeah. 15 carries for 100 yards was 6.6 yards per carry. And then you look at, you know, Zeke, he had 13 carries for 54 yards, but Ramondre Stevens had 88 yards on 20 carries as well. So you're seeing some negative, you know, correlation with this team being able to stop the run. And I think Joe Mixon is in a primetime spot in this game, you know, just from a game script perspective. You know, take the ball a little take it out of uh you know, take just just a tad bit, not not too much, but take it out of Jake Brownie's hand just a tad bit and establish a little bit more of a balanced attack. You look at Mixon, he's over in two of his last three games as well. He had nineteen carries last week, and I think that's what he needs. As long as he gets the nineteen carries, that's really all that matters to me. So give me Joe Mixon in this spot, you know, if, uh you know, seventy plus rushing yards is what I'm what I'm anticipating for Mixon in this spot against this version of this defense.
0: I have this written down one uh, as well for Joe Mixon here. And for, for everything that you mentioned there, Chris, right? The Colts just rush defense has been abysmal. I mean, there's no uh, way to sugarcoat it. Um, I mean, you take a look, right? They're allowing the second most rushing yards in the league since week 10. Over the last three games, opposing running backs have gone over this projection, rushing for at least 80 plus yards. And over the last two weeks, you mentioned it, Derek Henry had 100 plus. Rashad White had 100 uh, as well against his Colts defense it also goes back, right? I, don't, I just don't think that they want, and despite Jake Browning have a great uh, game Monday night uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, we've talked about how great the rush defense is for the Jacksonville Jaguars, so the only option, I'm not, I guess the option was that Jake Browning had to come out and throw the football and exceeded well over expectations of what he was able to do in that game, but I think you're right that Zach Taylor will probably get back defeating Joe Mix in the football in this game, right? So, I'm with you on there. Joe Mixon was my uh, third one here as, excuse me, as well. Over 62 and a half uh, rushing yards for Joe Mixon. Um, Chris, let's get into honorable mentions here for uh, NFL Week 14. Anything you want to throw out there?
1: I think the first one kind of correlates with, uh, you know, um, Dak to go over on his passing yards. I like CeeDee Lamb over on his receiving yards. I mean, I think he's the guy that's going to be getting the ball in this spot. Uh, I think I had the number written down, but don't see it right now. I'll look for it real quick, but uh, I I like CD lamb in this spot, you know, but like I said, I think it's just correlated with Dak. You know, maybe you even put those, you you pair those two together. um, Just because if he's going to throw the ball, granted, they got, you know, more weapons than just, just CD, but CD seems to be, you know, in a a pretty good matchup in this spot, you know, given that, you know, he, he has a history with this defense. I see the number at 90 and a half, you know, so, you know, potential hundred yard uh, receiving day for, for CD, but also buying down. I mean, I think, I don't think Brandon cooks is a bad look, right? He's only, he's out there catching, catching the ball left and right as well. And his number is 45 and a half right now, up to 50 and a half on some books. So potentially looking at one of those guys kind of narrowing it down, uh, maybe, you know, doing a, I probably should do a tad bit more research on that, on those two guys to figure out exactly which one I like, but I think that would probably be my, my favorite. If I'm throwing anything into honorable mention right now, you know,
0: yeah, I think that's a great look. Um, uh, CeeDee Lamb, uh, I was trying to say, 191 yards uh, in that game against the Eagles earlier this season. Um, I was looking at Dallas Goddard as a pivot. Um, I should have wrote down his... Um, he's at 34.5 receiving yards uh, in this game. It feels like that they're going to try, to again, to get A.J. Brown involved. A.J. Brown hasn't done historically well. Uh, against the Cowboys and neither has Devontae Smith. And then it might be a look for Dallas Goddard to get involved uh on the offensive side for the Philadelphia Eagles. I know he's coming back from the injury, uh, so he's trying to get his legs back under him. Um, but you know, last week he had uh three receptions on four targets for 50 yards. Um and then the prior week, uh and this sorry, this was against Dallas. Um before he got injured. So he hasn't played for about over a month now, but I believe he is going to be back for this game. Uh, But part of that, he was clearing this numbers, um, you know, of these projections here and just against the Cowboys in his career, um, 50 yards, 67, 22, 66, 38. So he's done this in four of the five uh, career games against the Dallas uh, Cowboys over 34 and a half receiving yards for Dallas Goddard. Um, couple more I'll throw here quickly. I did like Josh Allen rushing yards against the Kansas City Chiefs. Historically, he's done that uh more times than not in his career, whether it's been in the regular season or whether it's been in the playoffs. Um, I'm trying to pull up those numbers here as well for uh Josh Allen. Um, let's see here season and playoff. So, uh Josh Allen in the in the two career playoff games against the Chiefs, 88 rushing yards and 68 rushing uh, rushing yards. And then uh, during the regular season, and I think it's been three career games, 42, 59, and 32. I think I saw that number at... I want to say it was like 39 and a half for uh, Josh Allen here. Let me see if I can find the updated number for y'all. Yeah, it's at 32 and a half. So I really do like that uh, to go over for Josh Allen. Uh, You mentioned Rashad White over 24 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I like that one this week as well. He had a good game against the the Falcons earlier this season as well. So I think I'm going to go back to that well. And then uh, Kate Ogden, uh, the saints have sorry not the saints um um i'm drawing a blank here uh the falcons have been giving it up to the tight end position uh as well this season and just looking back at it over the last couple of weeks here uh the falcons have allowed let's see here yardage wise a uh, 78.7 receiving yards to the tight end position since week 10 they're also giving up a league high or sorry the second most targets as well to the tight end position at 10.3 and they're also allowing six receptions as well uh to the tight end position so that number's at 24 and a half uh, i like that number as well for uh kate octon uh those are some of the some of the honorable mentions i had here uh chris i like them I like them
1: all you know
0: all right, let's get over to our touchdown scores uh, for this week here, Chris. What did you dig up for us this week? So
1: I know you, I know we both kind of like him a tad bit, you know, and I think it's for good reason. Um, Justin Fields, I think you know we talked about him rushing the ball. Yeah. I know you like his yards. I know I like his, uh, you know his um, his attempts, and uh, I think he could find the end zone. Detroit's a very stingy defense, although. Uh, you know this this uh, Chicago team were you were able to put up more points, and then they flew over their team total in a game. That, like you said, that should have been an upset outright. Um, but I think that you know he's an athletic quarterback as well. So if it's anything that comes, you know, to him getting close down there to the goal line, you know, if he breaks off a 19 yard run, I don't think he's sliding. I think he's gonna try to jump over the top <laughs> and uh, you know just try to get into the end zone. So I think Justin Fields found the end zone uh, this week. You can get him at two to one. So you know I, I like I like those odds. Um, and then i was also looking at you know actual running back um, Gus Edwards you know yeah. like he i think he's in a really good matchup against the rams being that you know being at home it wouldn't surprise me if you know baltimore is able to jump out to a big lead here we know that baltimore runs the ball top 5 rate uh, you know averages a bunch of yards per carry and they they you know the the rams defense is kind of you know middle middle tier uh, when it comes to stopping the run gus edwards has nine touchdowns you know up in the last six weeks and the crazy wow. thing is he has none last week. So I think he gets back in the end zone this week and, uh, you know, get back, get, you know, ends that drought really, really quickly here. Couldn't talk anybody off county Mitchell, but I think it could be uh, Gus Edwards. He's uh, one and a half to one. So plus 150 uh, for Gus Edwards were the best odds that i found. found. Um, and those are the two guys that I, I think I like the most, at least right now. You know, if I couldn't, I know we we already talked about Joe Mixon. I think he could easily find the end zone this week as well. Uh, Got to find the price on him. I didn't didn't really look at him, but um, we already talked about the Colts. The, the defense on the road is nothing like it is at home. They're they bleeding points left and right. So it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, you know, if if uh, if he was the guy who found the end zone even twice in this spot. So, you know, definitely looking at, um, at Joe Mixon, even though he is somebody that's on my list
0: already. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Joe Mixon is minus 150 uh, to find the end zone. So that kind of tells you what the books are thinking. We need two. Uh, <laughs> two touchdowns will probably be around, let's see here. Uh two plus touchdowns for Joe Mixon. Uh let's see. Mixon two plus touchdowns at plus 370. So, uh yeah, it should be a, I think it will be a big week for Joe Mixon here as well. Um I looked at David Montgomery uh to score a touchdown against his former team. It is at a minus price. Um let's see here. It is minus 110. Um, he's had a touchdown in four straight weeks, uh, has a David McGurry overall. Uh, so I do like that one as well. Um, I'll go back to Dallas Goddard. I think there's an opportunity for him to return and, and make a difference for this Eagles uh, offense. He's at plus 255 to find the end zone um, in that. And then anytime I see Corlin Sutton at a price, at a plus price, um, Chris, we we got to take it. Plus 120 for him to find the end zone. The dude is just a... He's a machine when it comes to uh, finding the end zone. So um, he's had nine touchdowns this uh, season. He's scored a touchdown in, or caught a touchdown, I should say, in. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six out of the last seven weeks for the Dallas. uh, Sorry, for the Denver Broncos, and they're going up against a Chargers defense that's pretty much suspect. So um, that is where I'm going with Uh, Chris. Um. Christian McCaffrey to find the end zone this week. Give me what do you think the odds are on that for any time touchdown for Christian McCaffrey this week?
1: Well, the 49ers are at home against the Seahawks,
0: correct? Uh, I, think, I think they're on the road.
1: On the, are they on the road? I think they're in so. Seattle. No, they, they just played in Seattle, right? Wasn't that last game? Oh, sorry, you're right. You're they, right. Yeah, you're was, okay. right. It's in yeah, San they, Francisco. So, they, so they, they're at home. Uh, Seattle's rush defense is terrible. I would say minus. is... Uh, 215.
0: Am I close? Minus 400. I don't think I remember <laughs> ever seeing a player to find the end zone at a minus 400 price, and I'm pretty that's, sure.
1: That's like Steph Curry one three-pointer.
0: <laughs> pretty much, right? Um, I want to see, just out of curiosity, before we get to our best bets and wrap it up here, what his two touchdowns are at here? Let's see. McCaffrey. Wow. Uh, why don't I see it? They don't have it listed? Let me see. McCaffrey. Where is he? Oh, yeah. I don't see that game listed. All right. but I'm I am i wouldn't be shocked if it's like a minus 120 price uh, for McCaffrey to find the end zone two times. But I thought that was just funny. Well, I was kind of scrolling through the odds here. All right, Chris. Um, let's do our best bets, and then we'll put together our price picks uh, entry for this week. What do you got for your best bet?
1: Let's go with let's go mixing like you said you know the books are kind of anticipating a a really big game for mixing I am too you said that the odds for you know for him to score a touchdown was minus 150 he gets a very very generous close defense that really isn't stopping anybody on the run Uh, mixing being back home and like I said I do think that Zach Taylor and that you know coaching staff has uh kind of figured out you know maybe let's take the ball out of Burlington's hands a little bit and you know, give it to our running back because Mixon can get things done as well. So give me Joe Mixon over a 61 and a half, uh, rushing yards here. You know, i expecting this number to matriculate up just a tad bit, um, as, uh, we get closer to, to week 15.
0: Yeah. Cosign. I have this one as well, uh, written down as, as one of my prop bets So no pushback for me. I love this as well for Joe Mixon. Um, I will go with, let's go with Justin Fields because both you and I agreed on that one as well. Pretty much correlated, uh, rush attempts to go over rushing yards to go over for, uh, uh, Justin Fields, three straight career games against the Detroit Lions where he's had at least 100 plus rushing yards. I think that continues in a game where the weather is not completely a factor, but it is going to be cold uh, in Chicago this weekend. But um, just domination from Justin Fields in his career uh, against the Detroit Lions, at least utilizing his legs. So I definitely do uh, love that Justin Fields over 61 and a half rushing yards as my best bet against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Chris, before we get out of here, let's put together our prize pick entry for this NFL Week 14. Uh, again, go to pricepickscom SGPN and make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Uh, and you'll get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. So uh, let's kick it off with both uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, we'll throw in our best bets in there. So Joe, Mix, uh, Joe Mixon, more than 62 62- and a half rush yards is a number right now uh, for him. I will throw in Justin Fields as well. He's at 62 and a half as well. So the magic numbers this week has been 62 and a half. Um Where else do we want to go, Chris, as far as one more pick for uh, our entry here? I wanted to get there with David Montgomery's rush attempts, but with Jameer Gibbs there, it just makes me nervous that. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: Um. What about Gus Edwards more than nine and a half rush attempts? I know they have Keontae Mitchell, back, with uh, Lamar Jackson there as well. Yeah. That one makes me nervous as well. You know what? I, I think I got to go back to old reliable uh, Rashad white um, 23 and a half is a number over on price picks. We'll go higher. Receiving on yards. His, yeah. Receiving yards. Okay. Um,
1: yeah.
0: He's had a lot of success. Um, not throughout, not only throughout the season, but also uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so we'll throw that one in there. So, All right, our prize picks entry is going to be Joe Mixon, more than 62.5 rushing yards. Justin Fields, more than 62.5 rush yards as well. And then we'll throw in Rashad White, more than 23.5 receiving yards. That $100 entry will return you $500 uh, for NFL Week 14. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the Propcast NFL Week 14 player props. Chris, anything else you want to mention about my man before we get out of here?
1: Nah, man. Enjoy week, uh, enjoy week 15. Before we know it, the playoffs will be here. So, you know, it's, it's moving fast. You know, I feel like it was just, uh, you know, a couple of days ago when we were, you know, doing these preview shows. And I remember doing Lions and Chiefs, <laughs> you know, just feels like that was last week and we were doing Lions and Chiefs to open up the season. So, uh, you know, best of luck to everybody. Enjoy, enjoy the action. Always bet responsibly. Make sure you guys are um, doing us a favor of hitting the like button for us if you're watching on YouTube and definitely uh, leaving us a review for you know, uh, the PropCast over on Sports Gambling Podcast Network if you guys haven't already. Um, and then definitely check out my work over on Twitter if you guys want to follow me individually, at crispycapping 2 ps 2 Ends. Like I said, best of luck, bet responsibly. Enjoy the action this
0: weekend. 100% echoing everything Chris just said there. Um, again, NFL's going on, NBA's going on, uh, hockey, uh, college, basketball as well. So a lot of action this weekend. Definitely bet responsibly. Enjoy the games. The NFL season is winding down about, what, four more weeks left here after this week. So uh, before we know what the playoffs are going to be here as well, make sure to follow my man Chris on X, like you mentioned, at Crispy B. two P's and two N's. You can follow me on uh, Twitter as well, at SportsNerd824. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday for NFL, and Chris and myself will be back for NBA next week uh, Wednesday as well. So if you're an NBA fan, if you like to talk about player props, come join us on the NBA podcast Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, typically around 12.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Time on the NBA Gambling Podcast uh, YouTube channel. So talk to you guys next week. Good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride.